Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. March 17th, 2021. All things St. Patrick. Marrying a relative, fighting about hockey, finding old scrolls, and catching a shark. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Top of the morning to you. You would. <laughs> you absolutely would. I'm more Irish than you are. You are Scottish what, trash from the what, South. What are you talking about? Just because you have red hair. I'm black Irish, okay? <laughs> you are not more than me. The problem here is that you absolutely will not take one of those DNA tests. No, I won't. So, we'll never know. The internet doesn't need my DNA breakdown <laughs> or to be able to track me with rays from weapons in space that can detect <laughs> DNA and microwave me. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to wear I don't want to have to wear the tinfoil hat. Well, when I wear true. it I want it to be my choice. Okay, that's fair. It, either way, it is a happy St. Patrick's Day to one and all. It is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Who was he? You tell us. He was a 5th century Romano-British Christian missionary and bishop in Ireland. That's right. Um, at the age of 16, young Patrick, not a saint yet, uh, was kidnapped by those damned Irish raiders mm -hmm. and taken as a slave to Gaelic Ireland. True facts. Spent six years there working as a shepherd, during which time he became deeply spiritual. That feels right. You know, like King David was mm -hmm. a shepherd. He spent enough time apparently out in the pastoral fields tending to sheep. There are things about nature that yeah. I think bring us to a bigger perspective of life. Yes. So it is, it is claimed that God told Patrick to flee to the coast and that a ship would be there to take him home. He did it was it did. That's right. Got home. 
decided, hey, I left here at 16 against my will. I'm now 24. Um, all other opportunities have passed me by, so I guess I'll be a priest. No, that's not that's how, not how that's it happened. That's not how it went, but he did decide to be a priest. Okay. Gee, you got all worked up there. I have, as one may know, a special affinity for St. Patrick. I will not have his story maligned. Well, hey, we all make decisions. Sometimes not for the purest of motives. They can still turn out well. That's right. That's very true. So go malign yourself, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, he did it. He became a priest and decided, I, I will return to Ireland and I will convert these pagan bastards mm. to Christianity. Mm -hmm. I don't think he said that part, what? the bastard part. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. There's probably I don't not know. a small number of bastards in those times. Well, by definition, that's true. Yes. That's true. Right. Um, he spent many years evangelizing, converting thousands of people. He was, in fact, the first person to bring Christianity to Ireland, yes. as the story goes. As the story um, goes. His efforts specifically against the Druids, because they weren't without religion, mm. the Irish, they had the Druids there. Um, it just wasn't Christianity. Mm -hmm. And it was his efforts against them that eventually was turned into the allegory where he drove snakes ah. out of Ireland. They were the snakes. Uh, you can look this up yourself. Actual snakes were not known to inhabit the region. It's a right bit too chilly in Ireland for the snakes. Snakes kind. don't like the cold. They Maybe like I should cold. like cold more. I don't know. Well, I mean, we need to be honest with ourselves that where there is warmth, it's there's going to be snakes. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Okay. I may invent, never mind. That's a whole other conversation. Um, it is said that the popularity of the shamrock came into being because of St. Patrick's use of the three-leafed plant. Not, not the four-leaf clover, the shamrock, the three-leafer. Uh, he used that as a teaching aid, as he would explain the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Patrick's bad analogies. That, we'll get to that. that. That'll be way on down when we get to world. Yes. So St. Patrick's Day is celebrated in more countries than any other national festival. I find that fascinating. It is recognized, of course, both as a cultural holiday as well as a religious holiday. Mm -hmm. um, the Christian Feast Day is observed by Catholics, Anglicans, Eastern Orthodox, and Lutheran churches, perhaps more. But those are the ones I'm pretty sure about. Yes. Um, perhaps in an attempt to avoid overcrowding at the confessional, the normal Lenten restrictions on eating and drinking alcohol are lifted for this holiday. I never knew that. I know this is true of Catholics. Uh, maybe not of the other faiths, maybe some listeners who are of other faiths that are familiar with this before you scream at your phone or throw it. Don't throw it. Come to the Facebook group, straighten us out if that was incorrect. Yeah, no matter how mad you get at Awesome Today, it's not worth throwing your phone. Depends which model of iPhone you have and if it's paid for and if you're due for a free <laughs> That's great. upgrade. Yeah. yeah, okay. In that case, throw that thing like uh, it's your job. Okay. How do you celebrate it? What in the world could you do? Well, I'm here to provide you some guidance. Let's hear it. One, buy or make Irish soda bread. Soda bread, for those unfamiliar, is a quick bread. Sodium bicarbonate is substituted in place of yeast. It's tasty. It's good. Is sodium bicarbonate baking soda? Uh, is it? Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yes, it is. 
Like, Look it up if you want. Now you're just trying to challenge me in front of everyone. No, I, I'm I'm genuinely curious how you make a soda bread. I've never done it okay, before. Okay, I'll just sit here and look at the camera and Sodium wait for you to look up the thing that I just told Commonly you. Commonly known as baking soda. The answer soda. to... Okay. So even when I'm not sure that I'm right, I'm right. However that works out. So. <laughs> kind of amazing. <laughs> said every INTJ ever. The Irish Film Institute, for point number two, has a new streaming service. Mm. And you can go watch Irish films and documentaries. Yes, good. Turn on the subtitles if you want to be able to understand. If you're me, I have hillbilly ears. I got them Irish brogie ears. You can understand it. I cannot. Mm -hmm. If you will go to irishmassachusetts.blogspot.com, mm -hmm. there is an article there. Uh, keep in mind the name of the website. Massachusetts is included. Indeed. And so it's a blog by somebody who lives there, or at least used to, or is familiar with it, or wants to live there, or something. But it's going to have a Massachusetts lean to it. I'm sure it's not Massachusetts. Yes, I'm sure. Okay. Um, whatever you just said was heresy. Check out specifically a post called Irish Women of Massachusetts. Mm. It is a, I think it's eight women... Um, Irish Catholic women, I think all, I don't know, they may not have been all Catholic. I just made that assumption. For, I'm well, sorry for that. Look. I would assume they are. Yeah. Uh, but they're Irish in any event. And, and these are women of, of differing and great accomplishments. And I'll teaser spoiler. One of them, uh, is the woman who taught Helen Keller how to read and write. I feel like her first name was Anne. Can't remember. Anne Keller? Nope. Well, it's not like you could ask her. That was terrible. You can't say that. Look. Do I, I need to edit that out? No. Okay. I think it's fair to say we're painting with broad strokes, but if we're talking about the Irish women of Massachusetts, if that is how you pronounce yeah, whatever. it, uh, that, you know, Boston Mass is a pretty strong Catholic, Irish Catholic stronghold. I feel like the whole state kind of emanates an Irish Catholic energy? I don't know. Am I wrong? I don't know. I feel like you're feeling skeptical about this. At this point, I trust very little of what you can say. You've mispronounced the state's name so many times that I'm wondering if you're even an American or if you're a sleeper Scot <laughs> instead of Ruski. Um, you don't hear about them much because nope. they tend to get drunk yep. and forget their mission. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Okay. All right. I've got four more here. Four more. Oh, it's four a big, more it's a big list. Okay. Yeah. Order takeout from an Irish pub. If you want to be really bold, get yourself some corned beef and cabbage. I've never had corned beef in my entire life. I don't like it. What is the what makes it corned? Beef? Well, you'll just have to try it. All right. I don't want to I don't make like it cabbage though. Either. We'll find somewhere. Oh, you got to eat it all. No. Tough guy. Oh, I'm Irish. Yeah. Then you got to eat it. Mm. I'd rather have. And drink a lot of beer, and then, then yeah. I'd rather have corned beef if I'm going to have it with a potato. No. No. This is a feast. The potatoes are for every other day of the year. Oh. Um, plan an Irish beer tasting. A flight of Irish beers. Okay. Yeah. Stay at least partially sober because for the next one, you'll have to get up the next morning to attend Mass. Okay. Or a feast day service of your religious affiliation or preference. Mm. But there will be masses. Um, lastly, of course, wear green. Pinch yourself, pinch others freely, whatever. You know, I don't know if Oklahoma City Public Schools does this on purpose, but for the past several years. The past century? 
it feels like the past century to tell you the truth. They have aligned spring break with St. Patrick's Day. Now that's lucky for our kids. They can wear green or not. Who's going to pinch you? Your siblings maybe because you're on spring break. I remember living in utter fear and terror of showing up at school on St. Patrick's Day with no green. Mm -hmm. Now I do have green eyes. You'd be surprised how many people are like, oh no, green eyes don't count. They don't count. Why not? Because that could be um, a completely different culture altogether. Neither of us are wearing green. We're both wearing black. Well, because we're recording the day before. And my phone's green. So, bippy on you. My phone is green, too. Yeah, I I said it. I said the childhood thing. Bippy on you. How about that? I also think that, like uh, frap you, that bippy on you is relegated to your family culture. Nope. I've never heard anyone say bippy on you. Somebody back me up on this. Except for people in your family. Okay, whatever. Hey, St. Patrick... Pray for us. You would. He's busy. Busy. Got snakes to chase. Chasing snakes and something. I wish there was something I could think of that rhymed with that really quickly, so I'd sound clever. I got chase. I got snakes to chase and bastards to convert. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, a little bit. I've got to bring it down a little bit on this next one. Mm. It's your birthday today. First of all, happy birthday Cheers, my friend, being born on St. Patrick's Day. If Indeed. I, if I could pick any other day besides June 16th to be born, I would pick St. Patrick's Day. That would make you older than me. Why? Because this was hundreds of years ago. Oh, okay. But if it's your birthday, I'm sorry to tell you, you may already know you share it with serial killer John Wayne Gacy. We've discussed him before, especially his links to the CIA's infamous MK Ultra. Program. Yes. Let's bring the energy back up, though. I'd like to tell you, you also share it with baritone jazz, baritone voice. Baritone jazz voiced. <laughs> you butchered it. We're Bar- going to have to re-record this. I no! Baritone voiced jazz artist who released more than 40 original albums and compilations during his career. Mm-hmm. One Mr. Nat King Cole. Yes. If you would like to, go listen to... <clears throat> Save the, it for lifestyle. <clears throat> okay. Listen to nothing. Listen to nothing for now. Wait until the end of the episode. Okay. 1845. Stephen Perry... Yeah, I thought it was Sperry, but it's not. It's Perry. It's not Stephen Sperry. <laughs> it's Stephen Perry, damn it. Okay. Get your facts right. Of London, patents the rubber band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were going to patent something, it's a business model idea for oh, you no. here. I'm just asking. Do you want to? Do you want to patent a thing that sells for pennies a piece, and you've got to sell billions of them to make any money, or do you want to patent something that say sells for ten thousand a piece, and you can make a lot of money just selling a few of them? I feel like I want to do the big thing and not have to sell very many. Because you know why? I don't like to try to sell things. Yeah, fewer customers. Yeah. Yeah, bigger payout for the effort. Yes. That's where I'm at with it. At first, I was going to say to you, how often do, do I you... sell rubber bands? Well, well, I have a side gig. and you have an Etsy shop. Yeah. I made a pair of pants out of rubber bands. They didn't sell well, but there's still a pair left. You could probably, on Etsy or the internet at large, find a pair of pants made from rubber bands. Yes, the one I've got left. I only made two pair, and I bought the first one myself to try to inspire sales. Yes. It hurts to wear it. It makes my feet purple. Ooh. 
feels real uncomfortable to think about. Yeah, they're kind of hot too. Yeah, it's hard to sit down in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, well, you can stand up like a real <laughs> dynamo. I was going to ask when was the last time you used a rubber band, but then... But then you left an awkward space in between and were asking me when the last time was <laughs> I used a rubber. Plainly never with five children, thank you. <laughs> Also, we're faithful Catholics. <laughs> I am. Uh, the one, <laughs> the one that said it. The whole thing is, I was just going to say, I was going to say to you, like, I can't remember the last time I used a, a rubber band, except that I use them daily in my in hair, hair, yes. hair tie they're rubber covered, bands. Yes, they're covered with yes. expensive fabrics. I know you don't have long hair, nor have you ever. My beard. Have you ever put an uncovered... No. Rubber band. Yes. Any hair. I have. It hurts. It pulls your damn hair out. It hurts like the dick. It's a damn no moment. It is. It's damn no over and over. Yeah. Get it out. Yes. Just cut it out. Yeah. But don't cut the hair. Not the hair. Cut the rubber band. All right. 1905. Mm, I, I hate this one. 1905, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just historical context. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Delanor is what the D stands for. Yes. For those who are uninitiated into the fine historical facts of presidencies. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Delanor. Damn it. Delano? Look it up. I don't believe you. Holy shit. If There's I'm right. So much hey, if I'm right. Okay. Yes. I expect full, maybe bowing down later. Look at it. Look at it. Well, you're looking at this is not realnews.com. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Okay, you're right. I was wrong. I'll bow what down later. What do I get? Okay. I'll bow down later. All right, all right, all right. Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his wife, Eleanor. See, it's confusing because his wife's name is Eleanor. Maybe that's it. I was thinking Franklin Delano or Eleanor. Yes, that's where it came because from. Because women don't get their own names. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you have, we've, we've really lost the thread on this one. Okay. You ran us way off track earlier, so it's just a, a real mashed potatoes episode here. <laughs> FDR and his wife, Eleanor, are married. Now, Eleanor Roosevelt was his distant cousin. Yes, you did, sir. That's yes, the part you, you don't like. It was FDR's fifth cousin and Eleanor's uncle. They're the same person? Yes, same person. Who gave her away at the wedding. This was a president, for crying out loud. I feel like we can do better than this. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm asking this in complete honesty, and I, I don't know the answer. At what moment in the history of humanity did it become out of vogue to marry one's cousin, even if there are several times removed? I also do not understand how... Like first cousin, second cousin, fifth cousin. I don't understand yeah. how that works. I don't, I mean, I would think it went out of vogue other than royalty as soon as it was possible. Mm. But I, that's just my guesswork. Um, to me, if anybody shares DNA with me, I'd prefer not to be married to them. Yeah, it's fair and reasonable. Yeah. I will I will support you in that um, like if, choice. If I were to pass away, I'd hope you wouldn't marry one of our sons. That's creepy and weird. That is creepy and weird. Also illegal, also immoral. Um, I think it depends where you live on the legality portion. The immorality portion, I think, is fairly universal. Okay. Could be wrong. Forgive me, anyone, if I've offended you and your brother husband or whatever nope. has happened Hating out there. all of that. Sister uh, wife, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. I've stated before, I will state for the public record, if you die, I will not remarry. 
Well, you keep, when and done. listen, you keep saying that mm-hmm. because you think it's going to garner you some favor in my lifetime. No. But truly, I I hope you find love beyond me. No. Not and someone you actually love. Shut it down <laughs> right now. Um, 1931. The Nevada Senate yes. votes and they legalize all forms of gambling in the state to which they all yelled Viva. Las Vegas. Wait, mm-hmm. did Las Vegas even exist yet? Didn't yes. the, didn't the Italian mafia basically create it, what, the city how of come Las Vegas? It couldn't have been the Irish mafia. They're not that organized. Are you sure? I'm positive about that. I know, that. at least historically, they like to blow shit up. They do. They do like to blow some shit up. Unfortunately, they also maybe there's a there's, there seems to be a difference in your ambition when you drink a lot of wine as Italians are prone to, as opposed to you drink a lot of whiskey, as the Irish are supposed to, are uh, like prone to. You're really cheating the Italians there. I think they drink all things. Do they? And I think the Irish are just like, we don't have time for wine. We're here for the, the beer and the whiskey. We're digging deep into cultural stereotypes today, you guys. Yes, it's all very informative and accurate. Yes. Um, this is interesting to me. The Nevada Senate mm-hmm. is like, you know what? Gambling, bring it on. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. What the hell else are people going to do here? Get it's bit the... by a snake. We know what happened to the Lone Ranger. Tonto told him he was going to die. That's a deep cut from an older episode. Yes, that's true. I am looking at something. Oh my gosh. There's the side so much... Googling is ridiculous um... today. Come prepared. Well, here's the thing. 1990. Mm-hmm. We skipped ahead many a decade here. Mm-hmm. 1990. We are talking about the ongoing trial of Poindexter. Mm-hmm. You did not give him a first name. It wasn't listed in any of the documentation I read, including, I think, Wikipedia. Okay. Well, this is interesting. For a few of us who are old enough, we remember this We remember in time. the song Bust a Move? Yes! That references Poindexter? Yes, and that's... Standing on the wall, in fact, like you were him? Right! Yeah. That's what I was actually going to Google to figure out, but I it was too late. I had no time for that side gig, but yes. Point Dexter was also one of the nerds in Revenge of the Nerds. Maybe that's what the reference is. It's quite probable in that instance. All right. Well, anyway, 1990, we do have the ongoing trial of Point Dexter. He had been President Reagan's national security advisor. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, after the Reagan administration has ended, but his tenure was during the Iran-Contra scandal. Testimony today on this day, 1990, revealed that before his resignation, Poindexter erased 5,000 computer files, leaving only 50 behind, to which I said, we had computers in the 80s? I know we did. I had one in my home, a Commodore 64. Yeah, it's really easy to erase files, too. It was very easy. And then you just tore up the floppy disks that you had put your files on, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Or just touch your finger on the inside ring, supposedly. <laughs> all of the all of the grade school teachers, don't touch this part. Yeah. And of course, we were all like, touching yeah. the middle part. Of course, we did. It still worked. I still, in fact, what was that damn game where you were a settler? Oregon Trail. Yes, I still made the Oregon Trail after I touched the middle part of the disk. Is it Oregon or Oregon? Um, it's Technically, probably Oregon, yeah. but I feel like if you don't live there, probably you should say Oregon. Well, you know who we're going to ask. Well, Shell would know. Shell is going to help us understand how to say it correctly. What if it's completely different than either of us said? Oregon. 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 That's something else. Now, later in November of 1990, White House aide 
Oliver North. Ollie North. Completed a less impressive repeat, deleting 732 files from his own computer, leaving only one behind. Um, That's the best part. Yeah, Mr. North, I'm here to tell you from 2021 what you did with Seth. Yes, well, listen, it's a big file. It's all I've worked on for my entire time here. That's just the one file left, you see? Yes. Copies of deleted files from each man's computer were later recovered from the backup tapes. Both of them were like, you can... What? what backup? Copy? Deleted? I deleted them. What sorcery is this? <laughs> <laughs> Those uh, deleted files were later instrumental in tracing some of what went on during that. Some. Heavy on the sum. Yeah. During the Iran-Contra affair. It is funny now from where we sit to consider how cutting edge it must have felt to delete a file. Uh -huh. Perhaps funnier still that a couple of decades later, Hillary Clinton would basically try to do the same thing with yeah. a private email server. Here's what you need to know, kids, about the electronic era. Nothing is ever gone. Nothing. Ever. We need to really make sure our children understand this. We need to understand it. If it exists in electronic form, it's never gone. Yes, one and done. It's there forever. Yeah. Well, 1955. Oh, we went back. And time. yes, I realize we're out of order. Sometimes when I create the notes, I'm not on my A game, as it were. So we're going to go backwards. I thought you were going to say drunk. Um, and I wasn't. No, I don't. I rarely drink before noon. Um, or at least not commonly. Uh, 1955. So a few days back on March 13th, one. Maurice Richard. That's what I thought. An NHL player, which is National Hockey League, for the Montreal Canadiens, he was in a violent altercation on the ice, not like in his spare time. No. Um, during the game. Very, very ugly, bad thing. Um, for his part, his participation, he was suspended for the remainder of the season, including the playoffs. It wasn't received well by the fans, many of whom insisted that the severity of the penalty was far too great and, in fact, motivated by prejudice against his French-Canadian ethnicity, yeah. which, in that era, was a big deal. Okay, I did not know this. I didn't either until today. I am woefully ignorant of Canadian history and culture, so I'm here So you have the, the English-Canadian rule. Sure. French-Canadians were really shat upon. As they say. Quite mistreated. Uh, and that's what the, that's what the, the, the suspicion was. Mm. So then today, March 17th, Richard showed up as a, as a spectator, not suited up, for the game, it was the first game that the team had participated in since his suspension. Well, with and the rabid fans of this team were certainly many of them French Canadians. Oh. They're they are emotionally raw. Hmm. They see him there, not suited up, and it's too much. Yes, it's too much, and a riot breaks out. Oh my! And spills onto the streets as well outside mm -hmm. of the arena, stadium, whatever you want to call it, rink. It was probably more than just a rink. Um, yeah. $100,000 at least in damages, 37 okay. injuries, 100 people arrested. Mm. That's a good old-fashioned St. Patrick's Day riot, straight my up, Yeah, straight up brawl. So the following morning, which would be tomorrow morning for everyone listening, via radio, Richard reached out to the fans making a plea 
to please calm down and promising that if they would, he would return the following year and that the team would win the Stanley Cup. Oh. It was pretty bold. Yes. Now, interesting, fascinating, in fact, to me, and certainly anything about history is going to be debated by those who were the title historian. Um, Many of them attach great political significance to this event, Hmm. viewing it as as certainly very symbolic of the the French-Canadian struggle, uh, and and the political resistance and stuff going on at that point, even suggesting that this event was meaningful in leading to what is now referenced as the Quiet Revolution of the 1960s. All of that fascinating stuff, definitely worth more reading, um, and I would encourage you, go look it up and check it out. Viva la resistance. Perhaps. Everyone loves it when I try to speak French. And by everyone... Yes. Okay. Mostly me. Mostly you. Yeah. You and your world of you. That is fascinating. I, again, am woefully, woefully ignorant of many of these historical um, moments. Non-American moments. Yeah. But, you know, you think I could at least be tuned into Canadian history. They're just right up to the north. Yeah. Well, and they do have uh, poutine. So there's that. And I think that's French, right? Probably. Okay. How would you say maple syrup in French? (laughs) Comment se dit say? Nope. That was not... uh... Hey, that reminds me of a lifestyle we'll mention later. 1968, the Bee Gees make their U.S. television debut on The Ed Sullivan Show. He did a lot of that for people. He did. If you need some disco in your life, and who doesn't, the Bee Gees are a solid choice. They are. And I grabbed this. Normally, I wouldn't... I mean, I like the Bee Gees well enough. I'm not going to go seek them out to listen to them on the, on the regular. Um, but in fact, just this morning, as I was running errands, uh, which is what I call work, <laughs> maybe not, I don't know, something. I was out driving about in any event, and on the radio, there was uh, More Than a Woman by the Bee Gees playing, and I listened to it. Were you on... I sang it woefully, as though I myself am more than just a normal woman. I'm a special woman. You are more than a woman. Was it on Sirius XM 70s on 7? I believe so, yes. Uh, That means you changed it off of my preferred channel. Yes, I did, because it's a great channel, the 90s channel on 9, except that not every song is good or worthy of listening to. How dare you? How dare you, sir? All right, what else? Um, 1986... I'm sure I'll mispronounce this because I'm not great on Belgian pronunciations. Patrick, which, fascinatingly enough... Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Patrick, Day, my dudes. The last name is H-A-E-M-E-R-S, which could be Hamers, Hemers, Homers. I say Homers. Okay, well, let's just call it Patrick Homers. His gang in Belgium mm-hmm. robbed... Yeah, because I like a good heist. Yeah, we do. A gold transport, which is what they would call an armored car, making off with 35 million Belgian francs, or the equivalency of roughly 1 million U.S. dollars. Oh, now. His success, in fact. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At transport heists, mm-hmm. armored car heists, mm-hmm. was so grand that he is given sole credit for the insistence in, in the increase of security around armored cars. So great, in fact, was the increase in security that he was just like, screw it, and left the country for a time. Mm. But he came back. Oh. And when he came back, more impressive to me than the armored car stuff even, was that in 1989, his gang kidnapped the Belgian prime minister. What? They held him for an entire damn month. That escalated so quickly. Yeah. It's like, hey, you gonna, you're going to guard the cars? That means you don't have enough guards for the prime minister, evidently. Whoa. We're just sitting here talking about some good old-fashioned gold heist. Next thing you know, the freaking leader of the country's kidnapped. Right. In fairness, Patrick was a cokehead. This is established. In, I'm not making that up. Um, he was, so he's a little wild with some of these ideas, but hey, he did it. They they got him. They held him for over, like, right around a month time frame, a little over. Um, and then they did release him unharmed, having, though, first been paid a ransom of an undisclosed amount. Yeah. Yet his request had been for 30, 30 million Belgian francs, which is, again, you're talking in the neighborhood of a million bucks, a little below. Yeah. Maybe 750000 somewhere. And that's a pretty solid return on investment there. Um, but sadly, it was this crime that brought then the unrelenting manhunt and pursuit, which ended in his capture. Isn't that always the way? Like you, you get a little too bold. You, you fly think, a little too close to the sun yes, there, Icarus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You pull off one thing, you're like, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Bigger and better. Indeed. Well, in 2009, at 146 years of age, the Seattle Post-Intelligencer... That's a word. Intelligencer. Yep. Prints its final edition, becoming the first major newspaper back in 2009, the first major newspaper to be a solely online operation. Yes. So, in fact, what they ceased doing after today was printing. Printing those papers. For anybody that didn't put that together. It all, took me a minute. All those paper boys lost their jobs. Yeah. They just started throwing iPads at people's houses. <laughs> and it didn't go well. Well, if you if yours landed on your porch with no cracked screen and mm-hmm. no damage, and yep. you're like, hey, free iPad. We all know Apple designs both phones and iPads for the screen to crack if you look at it funny. Because they yes. enjoy look at selling you a new screen. I know it looks like a spider had its way with your phone. <laughs> you got nature graphics Yes, on that. I did. All right, let's do some trendings. It's time for trendings. There's three. You, unfortunately for me, have taken the bulk of them, so I'll sit here and side goog with nothing because my phone is being used to record. Are you quite I'm ready? Not, I'm not bitter. <laughs> Near Jerusalem, archaeologists have announced they've discovered new Dead Sea Scroll fragments. 
What? Now, of course, the original scrolls were found in the 1940s and the 50s. They dated from the 3rd century BC and became the oldest known biblical texts. Now, as far as translations go, most historic texts, of course, contain differences, right? Mm -hmm. This is to be expected with human communication and human language. Approved translations come from comparison of all known texts, along with a myriad of other, quote-unquote, things. Things. That allow those in authority to determine what is correct. So, anytime... Hermeneutics, that's a term yes. that applies here and is utilized. But right. I, I didn't. I wasn't going to go that deep until you made fun of things. Aren't you fancy? I'm a real cesspool of words. Hmm. Anytime additional texts are discovered, especially when they're older, they're of tremendous help. Yeah. They support the original yeah. texts. Let's work it all out together, you or guys. They, or they don't. They bring in. Yeah. They bring in an apparent place where... Words were changed that changed the spirit of whatever was written. Fascinating. This does make, in fact, for a fascinating time for some specific professions. Yes, some. Yeah. Not many, some. We'll see what comes of these. Most often, from what I gather, and I'm not, I'm not swearing an oath to this, but most often what seems to have happened historically when new ancient texts are found for point of comparison you don't see any change in the translation. And I felt that to people's inability to accept, hey, we might have been wrong. Mm, so true. With, Too right. Yeah. With, yeah. with these specific texts, there there already have been some things recognized that mm. are like, it's the spiritual equivalency of, hey, wait just a damn minute. Yes. Um, where it's like, it's not like it changes the faith. No. But it, it does perhaps change the... Understanding. Understanding the value of specific passages here and there that could mean so much more than they do. Indeed, indeed. So there's that. Also trending, if you were hoping to get your hands on a pair, your hot little hands on a pair of Justin Bieber's second collab, that's what the cool kids say for collaboration. It's industry speak. Yeah. His second collab with Crocs, too late. They done sold out. If it makes you feel any better, they were lavender. Oh. <gasps> I love a lavender crop. Do you love lavender or do you love purple? I love lavender. Our wedding colors, my friend, were lilac and lavender. Yeah, they were purple and purple. How dare you? How dare you? I was there, even though I blacked out halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> and forgot about all those vows. Which makes me think of the country music song. I'm in love with a waitress and I don't even know her name. Yeah, you married a girl, you didn't know her name 22 years later, still trying right, to well, make it work. Freaking changed your name halfway through. You went from Megan to Meg. Now I'm really wondering, where's my waitress? <laughs> I ordered a long time ago. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, my one trending. Yes. It feels sad now. Um, it's no. It's all by itself over this there. This isn't sad. This is freaking it's, freak show It's situation. something. You need to go to YouTube, yeah. even if you've never been there before. It's YouTube. The spelling's pretty straightforward. It's U-tube, T-U-B-E, not T-O-O-B, YouTube.com. You don't have to capitalize anything. You don't even have to do HTTP colon backslash backslash. You don't have to do all that. It'll still get you there. Okay. Um, you need to search for one of two things or both. The content creator is Big John Shark Fishing Adventures. All righty. 
Uh, Big John, I'm I'm a little skeptical going into this because Big John offers land-based fishing charters. Hmm, that doesn't, now, those words don't make sense yeah, together. Traditionally, fishing charter means you get on a boat and you go out in the water and fish. Evidently, what he does is you get on a boat and you go around in a circle or something, but you go to a beach somewhere and then you get out of the boat and go stand on the land and fish. Okay. All of that aside, their most recent video, which you can search for this as well, great white shark caught on Pensacola Beach. Pensacola is in Florida for those unawares. Um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. They got on a boat, they went to Pensacola, they got off, they went onto the beach and then are casting their their lines out into the water where normally people would be swimming and frolicking, as it were. Frolicking about. Yes. And they reeled in after a 40 damn minute battle. Oh no. They reeled in a 12 foot great white shark. Wow. Now, from the beach. Yeah, from the beach. From the beach. And that's the key thing here. If you're right now concerned, how dare they hurt a 12 foot great white? They didn't. They let it go and it swam off happily to go devour children and old people uh, because that's what great whites are known for. <laughs> They released it, ensuring that I will never, ever, ever, ever go swimming in Pensacola. Thank you. Dear Lord, that's terrifying. I hate it. From the beach, they caught a 12-foot, not a baby. No, not a baby. When I was a kid, we went to South Padre. And I can recall being in waist-high water, frolicking, as it were, because that's what I do. And just a few yards down the beach was a jackass right in the middle of the swimmers casting a fishing line out into the water. I don't know if he was trying to hook a child. I don't know. I didn't ask. I kept my distance. He pulled in all kinds of things, quite impressive. And I recall looking over and watching him reel in a two and a half foot long shark. Oh, at which shark. point I got out of the water and did not get back in. Had you or had you not shit your pants at that point? If I did, the ocean was there to make everything right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, happy spring break everyone. Mm. Happy yep. spring break in Pensacola, Florida. Yep. And if anybody wants to reply, oh hey look, sharks would never, that's fine, you reply that all you want. I'll not be swimming in Pensacola. Mm. Maybe even in a swimming pool in Pensacola. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yes. It's disturbing. It's problematic. Everything. Well, we are now at that lovely time of the episode. Yeah. Of your day. Yeah. Where we enter into world. Watch, we read, listen, life, style. We didn't whirl yesterday. We didn't. We, we got a lot packed in today. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have two watches. One, I watched Agent X on Hulu. It's not great. It's good. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Yes. I would never intentionally lie to anyone. Sure. It's uh, it's from 2015. It's only one season, only 10 episodes, and the ending is unsatisfactory. So there's all of the <laughs> negative. You're really selling it, my friend. Front. But the, man, the theme of it's really solid. The, the premise here is that you have Sharon Stone, who hadn't been seen in much, 
Since Basic Instinct, Since the, basic one thing instinct. That, the one mem- movie we couldn't remember yeah. the name of. She plays the vice president mm-hmm. of the United States. And as she steps into that role, it is revealed that in the original copy of the Constitution, there is a, I think it's a fifth article to the First Amendment, and I could be misquoting that, that basically establishes this secret group that the vice president, who seemingly has no responsibilities, Mm -hmm. it's because this is their role. They are to step in, they are to address national disasters when the, or international disasters rather, when the president needs full deniability and has an aide and then magically just a single special agent that can conquer pretty much the entirety of the world, making our military seem without need and use. Mm. It's a little fantastical in that regard. Um, But it's an interesting plot line and it's not poorly written. It's not poorly acted. It's it's like, I can, I could get into this. It was disappointing. I could have probably binged three seasons of that before it was too much. Um, But if you're just desperately searching for something and you, you're not finding anything, this is worth checking out. Okay. And you found it on the Hulu. It's on the Hulu. Also on the Hulu is Black Sails. Mm-hmm. Also not new. Was this originally on Stars? Yes, okay. it was. And I think I watched it. Yeah, when we When it was Yeah, on Stars. When it was coming out, I painfully went through week by week as it was available. Yes. I feel like uh maybe not. It doesn't matter. But it's there. I will warn you. It uh it's at times a, a little bit racy. Yeah. Some nudity, I mean, we're talking about some pirates. sexiness, all of that. So that's going on. And it's probably not the most accurate telling of pirate activity. But if you like piracy and you don't mind a little nudity and some humping here and there, oh, no. it's you'll enjoy the show. I hate that word. I'm going to watch that's why I That's why I used it specifically <laughs> is because I know you hate it. I'm going to storm off set now. Hey, before I do, though. Before you and... Pierce Morgan, yes. Storm off the set. Yes. Let me remind you that good. Meghan Markle was no. telling the truth or lying. <laughs> Which was it? No, we're gonna uh, steer away from that. Come back to St. Patrick's Day. Um, St. Megan Patrick Markle. Okay, I like it. Let's do it. Um, I feel like we disrespected St. Patrick. <laughs> Listen to me. Every year on St. Patrick's Day. I make it a personal ritual. To get fall down drunk and vomit (laughs) in front of the children? (laughs) No. Uh, But maybe. Um, There's a YouTube channel. We were talking about the YouTube earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's called Lutheran Satire. Several years ago, they put together a very shoddily done animation. Oh, it's beautiful, though. It's beautiful in its roughness. (laughs) Exactly. It's called St. Patrick's Bad Analogies. The concept for the video is that St. Patrick has come to the heathen Isle of Ireland to try to explain some theological concepts like the Trinity. Now, growing up as a evangelical Christian, I didn't know there was a lot of controversy, a lot of heresy right. we were around. Well indoctrinated by our parents. Yes. We didn't question. Right. In some heretical heretical uh, views of the Trinity according to traditional Orthodox Catholic doctrine. St. Patrick's Bad Analogies really takes that to the maximum. Yes. And St. Patrick is trying to express to the Irish heathens. Two very angry Irish heathens. Yes. And there's a lot of snark. So snark-filled. 
If you'd ever like to learn about the heresies involved with it, trying to explain analogies for the Trinity, this is your video. I watch it every year and never stop laughing. Yeah, about even it. yeah, even if you don't care about all that, it's a worthwhile video to watch for a good chuckle. Very much. So many chuckles. Now, if you happen to be part of the elect who are in the Awesome Today Facebook group. Oh yes. I will post the video in there for you. Yes, you won't even have to go look it up. It'll be there. If you're not yes. in that group, well, bit be on you, what I guess, you? to revisit that from earlier. You'll have to find it yourself. Yes, but if you're in the group, facebook.com slash group slash awesome today, I'll put it in there for you. Full disclosure, there is a test question for you to qualify to get entered. And thus far, though it's been either not answered or incorrectly answered by no less than at least 20% of who've applied, everyone has been allowed in. So the standards are low. Standards are low. The quality is high. It's enjoyable. Yes. Um, obviously, you need to go, while you're on YouTube watching yes. Lutheran satire and St. Patrick's Bad Analogies, you know you need to go look up Big John's Great White Shark video. Do it at your own risk. It's, it's actually... Only fascinating. You have to, I would recommend a click through, get to the point where they actually pull it on beach because otherwise it's just pretty not that entertaining. Get all the way to that shark point. Yeah. Hey, I have a read and listen. Yes, you do. I found a new book. I actually was recommended this on TikTok. Not personally. I like to watch Personally. Books. Meg has a whole conglomerate of humans that That's are like, we, we call ourselves hashtag referencing things to Meg. No. No, not there yet. It's not that? No. Okay, I was wrong. There is a thing on a corner of TikTok called Book Talk, and I do like to watch videos there. Someone was sharing some of their favorite nonfiction reads, including a book called Playing Dead. It's written by Elizabeth Greenwood. The concept, and I'm listening to it on Audible. This is where it's the crossover into yes, lesson. Yes, yes. It's um, the Lazy Reader. I fully participate in lazy reading. I'm not condemning it's it. Still Just calling it what it is. Reading. Okay. If you got one arm, are you an amputee? Yes. Okay. It's not lazy reading. How dare you? Okay. Playing Dead. The concept is that this woman, Elizabeth Greenwood, goes about discovering how hard is it, or is it in fact easy, to fake your own death? And so I'm only a few chapters in. I think you would love it. Well, I feel like I got a good education from the movie Fletch on how to do that. <laughs> He it's much older. It. No, no, he didn't. Okay. The evil villain of the movie did, okay. which I think was Rob Lowe. Maybe. If I've seen that movie, it has been it's a been a few while. minutes yeah. since. Anyway, Playing Dead, I think it was like, it's not new. It's maybe like 2016, 2018 when it came out. It's fascinating so far in terms of investigating, like, what would be the downsides of faking your own death? How, could you do it? Why would you want to? It's really... Oh, you can. I have. Okay. In your past life. Mm -hmm. Well, the past three. It's well written. It's worth checking out. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. You're looking at me very skeptically. Now I'm like, maybe you have faked your own death and I don't even know. It's highly probable. Okay. Um, yeah. But that's another, that's another story. What uh, we could listen, you should listen. Everyone should listen to Nat King Cole. Particularly, remember in the 90s, I feel like, 
they did that mashup of his daughter singing Unforgettable yes. and him singing Unforgettable. Yes, I seem to recall that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to lean into if you're wondering whether or not you should, in fact, be getting your kicks on Route 66, that he'll help oh. guide you to understanding whether you should or shouldn't. Okay. You know what else you listen to? The Beaches. Well, yeah. I don't like disco music. It doesn't mesh well with Nat King Cole. It's no. not... It's not a smooth transition, but hey, sometimes you're in the mood for disco. And what I will say about disco, not necessarily true for the Bee Gees, but it's it's one of the the last genres where you get a lot of horns in the band. Oh, a I lot. I hadn't thought about on that. On some occasion, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Seventies on Seven, I know that. What about lifestyle? We didn't put this in the notes, but it is a true fact that. You did it. You took the plunge. Rosetta Stone is ours for the rest of oh, our live holy long shit. lives. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yes. All the languages, unlimited access, un lifetime, all the things. Yeah. There's now literally no reason for me to ever bother to learn a language because I have all the languages ready at any time. We're unstoppable in the yeah. realm of language. Yeah. Rosetta Stone, or Lifetime, All Language Access. Unstartable or something. Unstartable is more accurate. But we're no longer a slave to Rosetta Stone, giving them our damn money year after year. It's done. It's done. It's complete. It's a lot easier than canceling. And it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's their tagline. Yeah. Yeah. Get the Lifetime Access. It's a lot easier than canceling. It's a good tag, too, and it's true. Yes. So what else should we talk about lifestyle-wise? Oh, Irish soda bread... Should probably be in your life today. Get some baking soda and make Irish soda bread. Uh, give someone a nurple. A purple nurple. A purple nurple. A purple nurple or nurple in general. This is the category of pinching that involves nipples. Nipples. Nipple pinching. It's a portmanteau between nipple and purple? Yes. <gasps> the two married. But it's a special kind of pinch that leaves, in fact, a bruise. And that's where the purple comes from, which is not actually that cool. It's not. Don't I've had that done to me in my youth through strange initiation processes into athletics because that's cool. I guess. If you're going to pinch someone on the St. Patrick's Day, let the Lord lead you yeah. through the Holy Spirit to Be, give a gentle pinch. you got to ask yourself, what's my, what's my hoped for outcome here? Yeah. And if you want anything besides a lawsuit, um, you don't want to leave a mark. In this... Me too. This applies to spouse like abuse right. as well. <laughs> okay. Which I endure on the reg. Um, that's layman's terms for daily. I, yes, it is. You're right. I would like to assert one more time that green eyes do count. No, they don't. No. There's no reason no. why they shouldn't. No, no. That I was born. I'll tell you like what's this. green that does count, and that's Lola. I may just go sit in Lola all day tomorrow, or today, in fact, tomorrow as we record, but today as you listen, because she's green. And little something exciting coming up there. I just completed an order for a grill insert. So the grill being the, the front of your vehicle, right? Yes. Um, well, with the Jeep, Jeep has an iconic grill that's a seven-slot, seven-thing deal. It's, Legendary. You see it, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, well, you can put inserts behind it with graphics and whatnot. And I have ordered a red... Jolly Roger, a red pirate flag in replication of Calico Jack Rackham's pirate flag. Because Whoa. the pirates, many of them had their own signature pirate flag. Wow. Okay. 
I had hoped for Henry Avery or Henry Every, depending on which reading you pursue. His is the only one I've ever seen that has the profile of a skull. Uh, the one place I inquired about that with sent back a graphic where they'd stretched it out so far it looked like an alien skull, and it pissed me off. It was not well done. No. I saw it myself, and it was a big thumbs down. So that, in fact, may get into the mail either today or tomorrow on its way here. Hot damn. Whenever that gets here, we we may... Thrill the YouTube. Nope, not the YouTube. Well, the YouTube maybe as well. We'll see on that. But we may thrill the Facebook group with some private photos of Lola with the beginnings of her makeover. So you're going to create an OnlyFans account for Lola? Yes. And a GoFundMe because it ain't cheap to do all this crap. <laughs> all right. Hey, before we sign off today, Aaron Gobra. Okay. Or Slancha. Or Slancha. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And maybe you guys, rather than St. Patrick or alongside him, should pray for us. <laughs> After this episode, we're plainly a mess. But in the meantime, we do hope sincerely that you have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're aware of any federal crime that you have committed, don't feel safe because you deleted a few computer files. Be more thorough. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.